What's good, people? CJ Williams for Culturist Theory. It's Grammy season, y'all, and so we decided to drop some award-related lists. For this joint, we're ranking the 10 Rap Albums of the Year Grammy winners from 2000 to 2009. Yes, I know the math looks weird, but trust me, that is 10 albums. We're not taking into consideration the nominees for these respective years, only the winners, and we're ranking them from worst to first. Yes, we know none of these are actually worse than bad. Least favorite to most favorite. All right, you get it. So with that out the way, hit the like button and subscribe if you're feeling the content. Let's get to it. Number 10, Outkast, Stankonia. A sharp turn from their previous Equimini album, Stankonia presented cast fans with a more high tempo, somewhat chaotic production style. For some, that was a turnoff. Not to the committee though, as the album took home two trophies at the O2 Grammys. In addition to Rap Album of the Year, it also won for Best Rap Performance for Miss Jackson. Critically and commercially uber successful, the album all but locked the duo into the greatest groups of all time discussion. Admittedly, here at Cultural Hysteria, we're not the biggest fans of this album, as the track list is loaded with skits and the Helter Skelter production misses the mark in comparison to their previous works, but there is no denying the impact. We catch ourselves running back gangster shit, the catchy so fresh is so clean, and explosive every so often. Matter of fact, if you want to hear where we place this album in the catalog, check out our Outcast Albums ranked episode after this. Number 9, Ludacris Release Therapy. 2006 found Ludacris rebranding himself. Well, kind of. Gone were the cornrows, were placed with a clean cut Caesar. As for the music, he dropped his most mature album to date with Release Therapy. The switch paid off as this album is arguably his best work, with the joints like Grew Up a Screw Up, War With God, and Tell It Like It Is being some of his dopest records. Matter of fact, we've always wondered on War With God when he says, so unless you using tampons, quit acting stuck up and do like your records say or shut the fuck who and what record is he talking about? Luda, if you happen to be watching, let us know. Anyway, those records were fired, but it would be the Mary J-assisted Runaway Love that would catch the attention of the radio, as it was a more conscious record that we had previously not heard from the College Park MC. The change in tone did lose some of the day one fans who were used to the more playful, creative records, but we look at it differently. Not only has it aged well, but we have it ranked, well, check out our somewhat controversial Ludacris Albums ranked video to see where we placed it. Number eight, Eminem, the Slim Shady L. LP. With M's major label debut, well, technically his second studio album, many didn't know how to take the Slim Shady LP. The lead single, My Name Is, confused the shit out of a lot of hip-hop fans with M spitting witty, cartoonish bars over a playful Dr. Dre beat. But once you gave the album a spin, it was clear that most of the album was from the perspective of M's alter ego, Slim Shady, and is mostly satirical. If you were able to look past the controversial bars, you would easily notice the skill level was top tier. Although introduced as Dre's latest discovery, the good doctor only produced three records, all of them were fire by the way, while M and the Bass Brothers handled most of the rest. Joints like If I Had, Rock Bottom, and Just Don't Give a Fuck lend it to the album's replay value more when compared to the other lighthearted records like My Fault and I'm Shady. In addition to Rap Album of the Year, the Slim Shady LP also took home hardware for Best Rap Solo Performance for My Name Is, and yes, before you ask, the Eminem Albums Ranked episode is definitely on the way. Number 7, Outkast, Speaker Box, Love Below, originally planned as a solo album for Andre that was doubling as a soundtrack for a movie he was working on, their record label suggested against that and instead requested Big Boy record a solo album, they put it together and released it as an outcast project. I'm sure that decision didn't go over well with Andre, but it turned out to be a smart play as the double disc would be uber successful both commercially and critically. The differences in styles on both projects still mesh well together 
together and showcased the individual sounds each member had grown into. One of the few rap albums that's been certified diamond and not only won rap album of the year, but became the second hip hop record to win the big category album of the year. Anybody know what the first was? I'll give you a hint, it also went diamond. Number six, Eminem, The Eminem Show. M's third album considered to be more mature than his previous work is a tale of two halves. The first being the definition of hit and miss with fire like white America, cleaning out my closet and say goodbye Hollywood, alternating between okay joints like business, square dance and soldier. With production almost exclusively handled by Shady himself, early on the results varied. That is until you hit the second half of the album. Specifically starting with number 12, Sing for the Moment, followed concurrently by complete bangers Superman, Haley's Song, When the Music Stops, the Jermaine Dupri and Cannabis diss Say What You Say, then arguably the hardest song on the album till I collapse with Nate Dogg. Finally sticking the landing with My Dad's Gone Crazy featuring his most well-known daughter Haley Jade. Registers went nuts when this dropped, eventually topping out at 27 million copies sold. It's no wonder it was also nominated for Album of the Year, but lost to Nora Jones. Number five, Lil Wayne to Carter Three. To say Lil Wayne was on fire in 08 would be like saying Kobe Bryant was okay in basketball. A gross understatement to say the least. Weezy couldn't miss and he dropped what many consider to be his best album and certainly his most commercially successful work. So much so he took home not one, but three trophies at the 51st Annual Grammy Awards. Of course, Rap Album of the Year, but also Best Rap Solo Performance for a Millie and Best Rap Song for Lollipop, the song that pushed the album to sell a million its first week. Now, if we're keeping it 100 with ourselves, Lollipop doesn't exactly age that well, but the rest of the album still holds firm in its rightful place as a top three Wayne album. A diverse list of producers like Swiss, Kanye, David Banner, Bangladesh, and Alchemist on top of Wayne being at his best lyrically kept the replay value on high. Oh, where exactly do you think it lands in our discography? I'm glad you asked. Check out our video on Wheezy's albums right here after this. Don't forget to comment and let us know how much you agree with it. <laughs> Number four, Kanye West's College Dropout. Ah, the old Kanye. The debut album from the artist currently known as Ye, College Dropout put the producer turned artist unique style into the forefront of hip hop. Sped up soul samples dubbed Chipmunk Soul littered not only his debut but the rap game following. Lyrically, his themes of self-consciousness, religion, and materialism were a breath of fresh air and a time when acts on Rockefeller, his label home, were more street orientated. We don't need to do a deep dive into the joints on here that work or not. We'll save that for Kanye rank list. However, we will highlight the lead single through the wire. When people say old oh, Kanye, this is exhibit A. Take a soul banger from the 80s, in this case Shaka Khan's Through the Fire, add vulnerable bars through a wired shut mouth after a near-death experience from his car crash in 02, and mix in his signature hi-hat and drum loops and voila, a recipe for a classic. Even if the original composer didn't quite feel it. By golly, he found a way to frick that up. <laughs> But you don't like the little chip. I hate chip it. Are you kidding? Come on, girl. Please jump. Noise. Oh. Yeah, we respectfully disagree. Before we get to the top three, we want to ask you one simple question. Out of these 10 albums, how many of them are classics? We know that's a tough one, but we're dying to hear what you think. Jump in the comments below and let us know. Number three, Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP. What happens when you get Eminem in the studio for up to 20 hours a day for two months straight? Well, if you guessed a classic, you would be correct. If the Slim Shady LP was a home run, then the Marshall Mathers LP was a grand slam. Widely considered his best work, the album would sell 1.7 million copies its first week, flying past 3.5 in the first month. The anticipation was real and the product matched it. Marred in controversy due to his lyrical content, which only fueled the hype train, the album's production duties were split between M and Dre himself. Features were kept to a minimum, but for the most part worked, including Exhibit, Nate Dogg, 
Dre, and a textbook Snoop Dogg verse on Bitch Please 2. The album had three Grammy nominations. In addition to Rap Album of the Year, it was up for Album of the Year and Best Rap Solo Performance for The Real Slim Shady, the latter which he also won. This particular Grammys was notable for M's performance of one of the best hip-hop stories of all time, Stan, as he took the stage with the openly gay Elton John. A move that was a direct response from LGBT groups that had criticized Shady for lyrics in the past, although many groups didn't necessarily agree with John aligning himself with M. The performance paid off as the album would eventually reach diamond status. I guess Eazy-E was right. Any publicity is good publicity. Number two, Kanye West, Graduation. Having switched up the sound from the chipmunk soul we had been introduced to on his debut, Graduation was all about the stadium music. Close your eyes and it's not hard to imagine crowds of thousands word for word with joints like Stronger, Good Life, and Champion. Everything about this album is fire, from the 50 Cent face-off rollout to the Mirakami artwork and classic videos like Can't Tell Me Nothing. Features work, bars work, production works. There's not a whack song on here. Yes, that includes Drunken Hot Girls, which unfairly gets a bad rap, by the way. West was nominated for eight Grammy Awards that year, taking home three trophies. One of those categories he was nominated for and lost was Album of the Year, which many considered to be a snub. He is the only artist to have his first three albums be nominated for that category. Ironically, he lost all three times, but spoiler alert, his first three were also nominated for Best Rap Album, and he won all three of those. Go figure. Number one, Kanye West, late registration. Try as we might, we've yet to come up with the name for the opposite of a sophomore slump. We could just call it late registrationing because that's exactly what Yeezy did with his second studio LP. Running up a tab of over $2 million to produce, Wes opted for a more grander orchestra style production and let's just say it was money well spent. The end result was nothing short of phenomenal with records like Touch the Sky, Bring Me Down, and Diamonds from Sierra Leone being just a few off the dome that stand out. Speaking of diamonds, that J-verse on the remix? That's gotta be a top five whole verse, easy. Just last year, the album was even certified five times platinum. An underdog no more, West won three awards that night, Rap Album of the Year, Best Rap Solo Performance, and Best Rap Song for Gold Digger and Diamonds from Sierra Leone, respectively. And yes, we know this makes the Kanye list we're working on slightly anticlimactic, but trust me, you're gonna wanna still tap in when we drop it. Coming soon. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss it when we drop. In the meantime, check out more Grammy content here. Again, it's your man CJ Williams for Culture Theory. Until the next time, I'm out.